This is man afraid of everything. I saw a couple of people break arms or legs. I think the, the craziest one was actually at Shawnee. I don't know if you were with us that day, Bill, but there was somebody in the park and they went to go off a jump. They weren't going fast enough. So they kind of just like rolled over the top of the lip and just stopped. Yeah, they got like stuck inside the jump. Yeah, so they got stuck. And I remember they turned around and a skier came off the jump right as they were turning around. And the tip of his ski hit the guy like right under his bottom lip. And it was just like, just blood just everywhere. I'm 34 years old, and I'm afraid of snowboarding. Each episode comes in two parts. In the first part, I stress out over every little thing. In the second part, I tell you about everything that happened when I did the thing I was afraid of. This episode was suggested by Phineas from the Tattooed Bananas podcast. You should check out their show. It's a little R-rated. I talked with Phineas and his co-host Bill about snowboarding, since they've been doing it forever. I'm Bill. Um, I've been snowboarding for about 18 years, um, all kinds of different terrain, mostly North America. Haven't snowboarded California. Want to check that out? I am Phineas Throckmorton. been snowboarding, um, I think, just about 20 years. I think it started like 14, so I guess it was like 8th grade or so. And it's been a huge part of my life, uh, mostly North America, just like Bill said, and then uh, mostly East Coast. But uh, I did live in Colorado for a few years, and I was an instructor. I wasn't always afraid of everything. According to my folks, I started skiing when I was three. I never took a lesson, and I didn't even think about hitting trees, twisting knees, or snapping bones. I didn't know any better. All I know is... I raced up and down the mountains of Wisconsin and Michigan, which were more like really big hills. I sped down the runs, did every mogul, and rarely took breaks. It was about speed and letting go, veering off trails and hitting jumps. I worked my way up from the easy greens to blues to black diamonds to double black diamonds. The only thing I feared was other people. You couldn't control their actions, and a lot of times they traveled in packs. You had to keep an eye out so you didn't get clipped by someone who's going straight down the entire mountain. I think the most dangerous thing is um, alcohol. I think that is the biggest thing as far as danger goes. You know, peer pressure and stuff, and you make bad choices. I always stayed far, far away from anyone skiing in jeans. They could not be trusted. Midwest runs were super short, so if you ran into any trouble, you could just go straight down for a little bit until it flattened out. If you tried to do that in the Rocky Mountains, you would die. A black diamond in the Midwest is probably a blue in Colorado. Trails can run up to an hour out there. The steep decline goes on forever. At one point in my snowboarding career, I perfected the art of just sliding down a mountain on your stomach. At some point, you're just like, I just can't do this anymore. You just give up till the next day. And some of these trails, I mean, they have like a serious, you know, decline to them. So I remember just sliding like on my backside and like just my legs just <laughs> just bouncing off the ice because I couldn't bring myself to any kind of a stop. And I was just like, forget it. So I just grabbed like the back of my hamstrings and just slid down the rest of the way. But, like, even those moments when you're petrified and, you know, it's 
beyond frustration. Like, it's still awesome. I remember taking runs through the forest in Colorado. When you're on a trail, the scariest thing is other people. When you're in the woods, the scariest part is the trees. It's incredibly dangerous. You're also out near the ski area boundary, and who knows what's out there. Could be a cliff. Well, I, I have a thing with heights. Um, the only time I really have a problem with it is um, if we get cliffed out somewhere where you're just like on a cliff and you're looking over it. That freaks me out, especially because it's like, oh yeah, what if I didn't notice that it just stopped right there? <laughs> Certain death. As I got older, I developed a fresh layer of worries. I worried about getting frostbite, getting hit by the chairlift, falling asleep and then falling off the chairlift, dropping a glove, dropping my ski poles and impaling someone below, talking to strangers on the lift. What if the line breaks? Has that happened? I worried about sitting with my legs too far apart and my ski catches one of the poles and it twists my knee around until I fall off the chair. What if the lift gets stuck? If I dangle off the chair, that puts me about six feet lower so the drop is less, right? I could probably survive that. My shins would probably snap right above my ski boots, though. I hate thinking about my shin bones. It reminds me of turkey legs. Charlie Enman was in front of me on the chairlift. And I remember people were just, like, bouncing up and down on the chair. And then he told us later he did it purposely, but he jumped He jumped the chairlift. And he probably, I mean, he probably dropped, like, a good, like, 15 feet. And I remember he, I think he landed it and he rode out, but... He was a hero. For, like, the whole next month, everybody in eighth grade was all over him. Now, I only go straight down near the bottom of runs, so I can get to the chairlift without having to use my poles, because poling makes me tired and sore. I also avoid moguls like the plague. I would love for the world to rid, rid themselves of moguls. I'm done with them. I hate them on every level. There's nothing redeemable about it for me. When snowboards started getting popular, my parents bought the family a snowboard. My brother-in-law and my brother took it out for a spin, and it was a nightmare. They just fell down over and over again. The snowboard was too big for me to use, and I didn't even know how to use it. I tried to ride it once, down a driveway. It worked. I slid straight down the driveway, and that was about it. I didn't do it again because I was too lazy to carry it back up the driveway more than once. I'd hear stories about co-workers who rented snowboards and hurt their back. I didn't want to hurt my back. When I was coming up, snowboarding was just starting to catch on in the Midwest. You'd hear them shredding down the mountain. Skiers hated them. They'd complain. They're pushing all the fresh snow off the mountain. They go too fast. They're such a nuisance. I wanted to try it. Skiing wasn't really challenging anymore. When you've done something since you were three, it's not very thrilling. It's just something you do. We had skied with like ski club and all that for probably five years before, but uh, we were like the best skiers in the world. So what are we going to do now? We're going to try and go off jumps and hit rails. And then they're like, you guys can't do that on skis. So we took up snowboarding. The first time I went snowboarding, I was probably about 14 years old. Um, and I had skied previously. Um, so I'm out in New Mexico with my cousins, and it's Christmas Day, and none of the mountains are open. So my one cousin's like, oh, well, let's just go hike into the woods, and we can I'll show you how to snowboard there. So we hike for about a half hour up the side of this mountain, and it's just fresh powder and trees, which are like ideal conditions, but I had no idea what I was doing. 
So it was just awful. I was just falling everywhere, clipping trees, smashing my face. It, it, oh, it was terrible, but I just fell in love. I would actually say the same thing. My, my first experience was in fresh snow. Um, it was in Killington, Vermont, and I went with some family friends. They were going up on a ski trip, and I remember a couple of weeks before that, my dad and I went to the, the local shop to, to get my rental skis for the year, and I remember watching a snowboarding video, and I just looked at my dad, and I was like, I want to try that. And he's like, all right. He's like, well, let's get you board. We'll get you set up, and you could try it. And same thing that Bill said. Every time I took a turn, I fell. So it was like, but fresh snow, so it was like just landed on pillows. And I think just that feeling was, I don't know, it, there's just something magical about it. Snowboarding was something that I could keep in my back pocket. Like, yeah, I need to do something new. Hey, there's always snowboarding. 20 years passed. Our ski trips became less and less frequent. And snowboarding started to get out of reach. They added jumps, tricks, railings to grind on, box slides, bigger jumps, snowboard trick areas, basically a million new creative ways to break bones, get concussed, and generally die. Let's see, I broke a helmet on a tree branch. I compressed my spine once. Yeah, that one was really fun. I would recommend not doing that. Right, there's concussions, there's shoulder injuries. Oh, I I have a chipped tailbone. I fell on a rail in a very exact angle, so that that wasn't great. I got eight stitches under my chin when I fell on that rail. Didn't you, like, rip something up on a sea box? Oh, yeah, my shin. I fell fell on a rail, and because the the whole idea, if you you ride any rails and you start to, like, lose that center line, you're just supposed to ride it out. Don't try to jump. Don't do anything else. Just go with it. I did not go with it, and I tried to slide out. The drop from the top of the rail to the ground was probably like 12 feet. So I was like, I got, I was like, I got to try to jump off because otherwise I'm going to fall on top of my head and it's going to hurt like hell. So I tried to jump, hit my shin on the rail, and then flipped over and still fell on my head. And I remember riding up the chairlift. I was like, my leg feels really warm. I was like, I got to check it at the top. So I, I pull up my pant leg, undo my boot. And I was like, oh, man, I'm bleeding a lot. So I remember taking off my boot because my, f- my foot felt really cold and just pouring blood out of my boot. And I, I saw somebody at Ski Patrol, and I showed him. I was like, hey, do you think this needs stitches? And he's like, yes. I feel like we're really selling the experience of snowboarding to everybody out there. Skiing isn't dangerous at all, especially when your goggles fog up and freeze over and you can't see anything. So you pull them up, and it's so cold and windy that your eyes start watering and then start to freeze until you're blinking so much you can't see anything. My sister-in-law's first time skiing ended with a torn ACL. My mom tore her ACL coming off a chairlift, and my brother did an involuntary cartwheel on a trail and suffered a lateral tibial fracture. But no, snowboarding. Snowboarding is the dangerous one. I went snowboarding five years ago. Time flies when you spend all your time worrying. Should I do lessons both days or just one day? Should I bring a water bottle? What if I fall on it? Well, if I drink a little of it, it'll crush better. I took a sip and pre-crushed the bottle, just in case. 
I signed up for the Saturday lessons, and before the trip, I watched YouTube videos about regular stance and goofy stance, how to make turns, and how to get on the chairlift. I spent most of my time watching videos about how to not get hurt. Make a fist in case you fall. Don't put your hands out to brace your fall. You'll break your wrists. Wear a helmet. Consider pads. I brought my helmet, picked up some rental equipment, and the lesson began. I couldn't even stand up on the snowboard. I'd stand up and fall forward, stand up and fall backward, stand up and fall forward, stand up and fall backward. It was ridiculous. I kept making fists. When I did finally stand up, I was ready to go. I figured, how hard can it be? I've been skiing for over 20 years. I know my way around a ski resort. I was wrong. It was nothing like skiing. Anytime somebody's like, oh yeah, you know, if you can ski, you can snowboard, they're, they're lying to you, and it's very, very different. The only similar principle is that you turn to slow down, but the way you turn was completely different. I eased my way to the left side of the mountain, then made a turn and crossed all the way to the other side of the trail, like I was putting up crime scene tape for my inevitable death. I had trouble at every turn. To make the turn, I had to point my board downhill, and when I did that, I started picking up speed. So when I turned the board the other way, I'd catch an edge and fall. I whacked my elbows and my knees, but the most painful hits were when I fell on my butt. I met up with my girlfriend, and we took the chairlift. The board was super heavy on my leg. It's too heavy. What if it damages my knee? How am I going to get off this thing? They didn't teach us how to get off the chairlift. The days when I was teaching lessons, the chairlift was the absolute worst part of the day because on the way up, just a huge disaster. So I remember it was a six-person chairlift, and I'm in the middle, and there's like, you know, two kids to the left and whatever, three to the right. And every time, some kid would take each other out. And then it would just be like this domino effect of everybody falling down. And like with one foot out and one foot strapped in, I mean, knees are twisted everywhere. It was like this crazy pretzel, but with a lot more sharp edges and screaming children. I got off the lift without incident. We were on a bunny hill in the Midwest, and the snow was hard-packed ice. So every time I fell, I hit ice. It might have been better on fresh powder. During our break for lunch, I watched more YouTube videos, and when I got back out on the slopes, the videos helped. I could go all the way across the slope, fall down, get up, turn the other direction, and then go all the way across the slope again to fall down. I was the beginner everyone's worried about crashing into. I taught my wife a couple of years ago, and people still laugh because we went twice. The first time... She was sitting down, like, strapping in, and somebody crashed into her, hit the board and kind of spun her around. And then the second time we went, she fell into her rotator cuff. So people still laugh because I was an instructor in a, a pretty prominent place, and I, I get my wife hurt on the first two times she ever goes. For me, snowboarding wasn't very forgiving. If I caught an edge, I went down hard. I was still at the stage where I was worried about making it down the trail safely. But for a lot of snowboarders, that gets boring. Eventually, they move on to worrying about landing the massive jump, the crazy grind, and the backflip. But sometimes, people don't land it. It's um, New Year's Eve, 
the year 1998. Myself and Phineas are snowboarding. There's like a little side cut on one of the trails. And you can like go down these cuts in the mountain and come out the other side. And it kind of throws you into like a spin. So Phineas is trying to do like a 360 out of this little cut. And he falls like five times and he keeps hiking back up to try it. He falls in the last time and he just looks up at me like he's so mad. And I'm like, okay, so you're definitely trying it again. He's like, no, we got to go. I'm like, what What the hell are you talking about? And you're like, he goes, I'm pretty sure I broke my thumb. Yeah, I remember the top of my thumb just hitting the ground and feeling like a pop. What did you, what, what did you end up doing to uh, heal that thumb? What was your genius plan? I put it in my pocket for two weeks. <laughs> so how did how did that turn out? <laughs> well, it's weird because um, as contrary to popular belief, there's not a small medical doctor that lives in the front of your genes that doesn't just magically heal your thumb. So it didn't do anything. It just made it grow some purple. So it still clicks sometimes. They said I snapped the top bone off from the bottom bone. But I got a sweet cast. It had dinosaurs and go-karts. After a few uneventful runs that took forever, the day was winding down. I wanted to make sure I had enough speed to get to the chairlift, so I decided to go straight down at the end. Suddenly, snowboarding was awesome. I was flying. The people on the chairlift were whizzing by above me. I imagined them cheering me on. Then I started to drift to the right a little, and I overcorrected, and my back edge caught, and I went down hard, right on my tailbone. I popped off the snowboard. It was so painful. I was convinced I broke my tailbone off and I was going to poop it out later. I had gone from the highest high of the day to the lowest low in a split second. After I stood up, I walked down the rest of the run and returned all of my snowboarding equipment forever. That night, we filled a Subway sandwich bag with ice and set it on my tailbone for most of the evening. I wish I had gotten pads. I wear a ton of pads now. That has really helped. You know, the more impact that'll take that my body doesn't have to, I'm all for it. I think I find myself going slower rather than trying to push stuff too much because I've got responsibilities and stuff. It's, it's not the same anymore, which is fine because we still enjoy it, but I definitely don't push myself as much. I, I, I feel like it's completely different for me than it is for you because uh, I always set, like, reasonable expectations so I wasn't doing like really crazy crap and just getting super hurt all the time. So now I pretty much take all the same chances that I would before. I just get fatigued so much sooner. I had built up snowboarding so much in my head over the years. Maybe it wouldn't have been so disappointing if I had tried it when I was younger. Yeah, I was going to say, because I taught, like when I was an instructor, I taught a lot of kids. And I feel like they just, I don't know, like their excitement about it kind of like, I think it would have been way different if, if I had learned it later in life because then I would have been like, all right, how long am I going to be in the hospital for? How much work do I miss? Like, this is not this is not worth it. This is not fun. I didn't really have time to learn something new. I wanted to enjoy my last day out on the mountain. Besides, my knee started to hurt and I was worried about falling again 
and getting seriously injured, I decided to ski on Sunday. Later that spring, I tore my shoulder taking off a tiny sweatshirt, and we didn't go skiing for two years. Thanks for listening to Season 2, Episode 5. There may not be another one. Man Afraid of Everything is me, Jed. You can find more episodes at getafraid.com. Special thanks to Phineas and Bill from the Tattooed Bananas podcast. You can find their show at twitter.com slash tattooedbananas. Music by FF Lowbeats. If you like the show, leave a review. So what should I do next? Visit getafraid.com and let me know, and maybe I'll do it.